Mogul Motivation, educating and empowering entrepreneurs one week at a time. Presented by True Stories Media. And I am your host, Antoine Twiz Taylor. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mogul Motivation. Welcome back. I'm happy that you are here. If this is your first time listening, this podcast is for the aspiring entrepreneur who is trying to get over that hump and make things happen. This podcast is for anybody with a dream that wants to aspire higher and accomplish that dream. I don't ask for any money. I produce this podcast out of pure passion. I only ask for two things. Number one, if you find anything beneficial in this podcast, pass it on to somebody else who may benefit from it as well. And number two, please Leave me a review. Let me know what you love about the content. Let me know what you would like to hear in the content for future episodes. The Tulsa race riot, the destruction of Black Wall Street in summer of 1921. We're all familiar with this tragic incident in history. Um, And if you're not familiar with it, I'm going to give you a brief rundown. Such as all race riots, it was started as a matter of he say, she say. And, um, you know, basically ended up into a war, into a race war, which left over 1,200 houses destroyed. Um, Over 9,000 black people were left homeless. All of the business districts were gone. They were destroyed. They were totaled. You know, we'll never know an accurate death count for this incident. You know, they, they say it was 39. 26 blacks, 13 whites were killed, but we know that's not the truth. We know that's not a fact. Um, if you look at many reports, it will be up to 300 people that were actually killed during this unfortunate and tragic um, act of terror, this act of violence, this act of hatred, all because of he say, she say. This occurred in 1921. The summer of 1921, they destroyed Black Wall Street. They destroyed Black Wall Street where it was so many prominent businesses, grocery stores, movie theaters, doctor's offices, lawyer offices, you name it, barbershops, all black owned, all symbol, symbolism of power, symbolism of prosperity, symbolism of black people who pulled themselves up, regardless of the circumstances that they were living in. They overcame the odds and they built this paradise. They had a modern day Wakanda, so to speak, in their own time period. And it was destroyed, totaled. It was left in rubble. It was left in ashes. This is a brief snapshot at the Tulsa race riot, the destruction of Black Wall Street. This is a brief snapshot of what happened in June 1921. And unfortunately, they don't really educate us much about this in schools. They might touch on it. It might be a paragraph in the history books, but they don't really touch on it as much as they should. But not only do they touch on the destruction of Black Wall Street, they certainly don't tell you about the aftermath of it. You see, they'll tell you that these homes were burned down. They'll tell you that they don't know what started it. They don't know who shot the first shot. They will tell you that everything was destroyed, but they won't tell you about what happened afterwards. See, what they don't tell you is that the revival of Black Wall Street began almost immediately after it was burned down. You see, initially, the city of Tulsa, they promised to help the citizens rebuild what was destroyed. And city officials, they tried to pass an ordinance requiring new structures in Greenwood to be at least two stories tall and made of an expensive fireproof material. This was basically a naked attempt to price black residents out of their own community. So basically, they was trying to price things at a higher 
price point to where they knew certain black residents could not afford it. So therefore they had to leave. But a lawyer named B.C. Franklin, he was a resident of Tulsa. He was a member of Black Wall Street. He was a lawyer. He and a group of other lawyers, black lawyers, filed a lawsuit against the city of Tulsa. They worked out of a tent in the burned down business district of Black Wall Street. They was working out of a tent. Think about that. And they brought the case to the state Supreme Court, the Oklahoma State Supreme Court, and they won. The state Supreme Court deemed this ordinance unconstitutional. B.C. Franklin led the charge to make this happen. And because of that, by the end of 1921, Greenwood residents in Tulsa, in Black Wall Street, rebuilt more than 800 structures in the neighborhood. By the next summer, basically all of the homes had been replaced. And by 1925, the National Negro Business League was holding this conference in Tulsa. Black Wall Street bounced back. Almost immediately after it was burned, it rose from the ashes. That's what they don't tell you. The point of me giving you this history lesson, ladies and gentlemen, is B.C. Franklin, the members of Tulsa, Oklahoma, the black residents of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and all of those involved in Black Wall Street, they refused to lose. Despite the hatred, despite the violence, despite the, the, the acts of intimidation, despite all of that, they refused to lose. Not just in business, but in life. We have to refuse to lose in 2018. When you're building a business, when you're building your brand, when you're going after your dreams, it's going to be hard. We talk about this every week. We know this. It's nothing new. But when you actually go through it, when you're actually going through that fire, it starts to burn you a little bit, right? And then you start to second guess yourself. You start to question yourself. You start to have doubts. You work a nine to five, you work a full time job, you work so many hours that when you get home, you're drained. You don't have the energy to work on your business to make it a reality, the reality that you have in your head. You have to refuse to lose. I'm not telling you that you can't sleep. I'm not telling you you need to work all night. But what I am telling you is every single day when you come home from your nine to five, you need to work on your business little by little, even if it's just jotting down a paragraph in your business plan. Every single day, you have to do something towards your business that's going to get you to the level that you want to get to. Because if you don't, you're going to remain in the same spot. You have to refuse to lose. You have to refuse to let your job halt your growth. You have to refuse to let all of these other factors stand in your way. You can't pay your bills on time. Business is going slow. Your car notice pass due. You don't have enough clients. You don't have enough money to fuel your marketing plan. Make it happen some way out of some way. I don't know what your situation is. I, I don't have the answers for you. But what I can tell you is you just have to keep your faith and you have to keep working. You can't give up. You have to refuse to lose. Don't you understand that it is impossible? You have to understand the magnitude of impossibility. It is to beat somebody who refuses to lose. If you truly refuse to lose, no matter what your situation is in your business, in your life, or in your career, you're going to make it happen some way. You're going to figure it out somehow, as long as you continue to keep at it every single day, ladies and gentlemen. That's really the secret to it. It's nothing special. It's no 10-step guide that's going to take you from overdraft fees to six figures in 12 months. It's nothing that's going to do it besides your will to win. 
You have to want to win. You have to love to win and you have to refuse to lose. It's just that simple. If a group of lawyers can work out of a tent after that entire neighborhood had just been burnt down in 1921 in Oklahoma and sue the city of Tulsa and win, if they can do that, why you can't build your business? Because you're tired? Because you don't have enough money? Yes, money helps. Money is necessary for building the business, no doubt. Yes, it sucks that you have to spend 10 hours of your life every single day at a place that you ultimately don't care about. All of that sucks, but guess what? It ain't the end of the road. It's just an obstacle. It's a hurdle in the road. It's a bump in the road. It's a pothole. And you have to figure out a way to get over it. Crying about it ain't going to help you. Whining about it ain't going to help you. The only thing that's going to help you is your refusal to lose. So every single day, work on your business plan. Every single day, figure out your marketing plan. Every single day, try to find ways to educate yourself and get better and get closer to your dream. Sometimes when I'm backed up against the wall and I don't know how I'm going to get out this corner, I just tell myself, you know what, I didn't came this far. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I got over them obstacles in the past and I didn't know I was going to get over those. So what's so different about this one? What's so different about the one after that? It's always going to be obstacles. You got to understand that they're never going to stop. But what's going to happen is you're going to continue to get smarter. You're going to continue to get better in business, in life, and in everything that you do. Your ingenuity is going to get stronger. Your mogulism is going to continue to boil. That's what you got to do. It's just That's just what it is. So that's my message this morning, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to give you guys a history lesson so you can understand the magnitude of this. Any person that refuses to lose will always win. Victory might not be immediate, but it's going to happen. So let's continue to work. Let's continue to imagine reality. And no matter what's going on in your business, your career, or your personal life, no matter what's been burned down, no matter how much hatred is being spewed your way, no matter what it is, refuse to lose. Don't let it beat you. Don't let it. We will win. Always. I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day.